You got it. You got it. Sure. Let's get it. Welcome back to the BZ Podcast. This is Britt here with. You tell me to. I'm sorry. Whatever. Let's keep going. Nobody has time for this. All right. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it is December first. Thirty days away. Thirty days away from the new year. End of the decade. Why they always got to put the extra sauce on it to make me feel insecure about I what even... I did the last decade? <laughs> I know. I didn't even think about it until I started seeing that, like, posted online. I was like, ooh. That's where the anxiety right? comes from. Do you have anxiety about it? I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> Another one. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. No. No. I don't think so. No anxiety about <laughs> it. It's just weird. Like, it's another like, decade. We can't hold yeah. it. I know. <sighs> wow. Wow. We're the age that we called old 10 years ago. <laughs> My sister, she's down in Georgia right now uh, doing police training. And she was saying something about how there's a group of, like, there's two different groups. And they were doing, like, uh, defense, like, tactical stuff. You know what I mean? And mm. She was saying how the other the other group was all flying around being all dramatic and shit. She was like, that's like the they're like old. They're like 30, 40. I was like, <laughs> it was tucking and rolling. Yeah, no, just because it's just like, you know, they're probably just losing their footing and shit. And I was just like, damn, that's that's me. Right. Why she uh, why she throw, throw shade at you like that? I mean, but I was laughing because remember we were younger and we would be talking to adults and we'd just be like, you know, like they're old. They're like 50. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. And now they just be eating it. I was like, all right, this is. This is it. I feel. Yeah, I just got to eat it because it's the truth. Yeah. Um, Getting so old. how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it was delicious. It was. Uh, it was pretty good. I actually lost three pounds, which is freaking amazing. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't, I don't know how that happened. I was trying to space out my plates, but um, I, I'm damn sure about to go heat up a plate after we Can get I put off. You on blast? <laughs> this, this call. No, nah. I can't put you on blast. What me? What did I do? I got a picture of a of a full plate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, listen. So Britt had to cook thanksgiving before she left to go see her family down in virginia right yeah because i'm greedy and i want leftovers and i didn't want to take a bunch of food from them i feel that 100 percent, right so the night before she's cooking up a storm we're we're, we're texting back and forth i think i fall asleep and i think i wake up to a picture of a plate and Britt had her first thanksgiving plate at like two o'clock in the morning it was not two o'clock in the morning. I sent you that picture. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would have damn near been two o'clock. No, I sent you that picture definitely like six or seven a.m. It was like before I went to drive down to Virginia. So it was at seven a.m. in the morning. That makes yeah. it better. Listen, I was like, I don't want to stop at no Dunkin' D's. No Dunkin' D's. Get out of here. I'm about to give me a whole plate. Nah, I saw nice. a meme that said, if the food is ready by 9 a.m., it's not good. I was like, bullshit. Took that shit the night before. They what you talking might be about? on the sun, no. Why? Because when do you ever? How is it not when do you good? ever eat on time? There's always something still like in the oven before. Listen, I grew up my my family. We've always had Thanksgiving done like by the morning. Like, don't play. We about to we fucking this shit up the whole day. Like, <laughs> when you sit down I, to eat, like, like what we, was your first plate growing up? 
It was always like in the morning. Like we was always oh. off the break. <laughs> like we be in our pajamas all day. Like half the time, like, okay. So most of my family does not live locally. Like when I grew up, most of my family is in Missouri. Like my stepdad's side of the family is in DC, but we didn't go there every uh-huh. year. Like, of course, if we went to my grandma's, like we're eating, you know, four or five o'clock, like normal people. But <laughs> if we were just in the house, just me, my mom and my siblings, like usually that shit's done by the morning. Nah, you know? I like it. I got it. I got you. That's just us. So we didn't dress up. We're in our PJs all day kicking it. Just spending time watching movies and grubbing. Right. Um, this Thanksgiving was good. I had a good Thanksgiving. Ate ate way too well. I think I'm a bite away from a heart attack. <laughs> so uh, I got to get it together. Do you guys have leftovers? Yeah, we had leftovers. I just finished the Mac. <laughs> Somebody ah, gonna be sweet. tight. Somebody going right to that fridge right after me, thinking yes. they was getting some. Like that needs to be an announcement. Like, all right, this is it. The last Taking corner. The last. The last, last corner. corner. <laughs> oh gosh. So anyway. Um, that damn, we really spend five minutes talking about food. It's Thanksgiving, you know. If, if any time we can get we away from it, always elaborate. Nah, on I mean, food. if any time we can get away from it, it's it's around Thanksgiving. Who's not talking about um, food? Give us a pass. Give us a yes. break, y'all. Shit. Give us a break. <laughs> um, but yeah. So last week we covered uh, forgiveness, and we got some pretty good feedback. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, I had somebody reach out to me. Uh, they told me that. They haven't listened to the podcast in a while, but they just listened to today's episode about forgiveness, and we pretty much told them everything they needed to hear. Perfect timing. Just wanted to reach out and say thank you. Um, you and Britt read my ass up and down. Well, we are happy <laughs> to read your ass up and down. Thank you for letting us know. Uh, shout out to Alex. and um, uh, you. Yeah, we read ourselves up and down too. So. That's the most fun about these theme <laughs> ones. On these one. theme ones, that, like, because we're gravitating towards topics we're interested in. So anything that we end up speaking about is shit that we needed too. So just to get feedback and hear how other people might have needed it is always dope. Mm-hmm. You had somebody reach out to you and, as well, right? Yeah. Can you read it though? Because I don't have it pulled up. Um, do you still have it pulled uh, up? I don't. I'm prepared, Jay. All right. I'll, I got it. Okay, no worries. No, because you just read it. I can go back to the message. I have it. Um, yeah, one of my one of my old friends, good friend Natalie, she reached out and said, uh, fantastic podcast. I really needed to hear it. Love the self-healing related episodes. And I had also, um, my aunt reached out to me. Hey, Crystal, my fave. Um, and she also gave us a nice compliment on the episode so we did a great job so we always appreciate the feedback makes us feel good um if you don't have our personals um you could always reach out at bzpodcast at gmail.com shoot us a message let us know what you want to hear we are going to start doing more themed episodes guys so we're going to yeah, we're going to try to stay more consistent with that because um, we really have we have a lot of fun doing those and we see that you guys are enjoying them. So if you have any ideas of what we should cover, definitely reach out and uh, let us know. Yeah. Um, a couple episodes ago, we did one on sleep. And since right. then, how have <laughs> you been doing, Britt? Because I nothing's changed. <sighs> nothing, nothing at all. I don't think anything has changed. I'm still not sleeping. All right. 
I say the one thing that I've been doing really good with is not having caffeine six hours before I go to bed. Because a lot of times I'll end up drinking coffee in the evening. So, like, I don't drink coffee past, like, 3 p.m. So I've been doing really good with that. There's been a few times where I was like, I need a cup of joe. But (laughs) But why? Why do you, like, just to stay up or you just like the the taste? No, because they're saying that, um, oh, um, both. Both. Yeah. Yeah, I I like the taste, and then yeah, every now and then I I might feel myself getting kind of tired, and I'm just like I just need a little pick me up. Right. Um, but essentially, that's just going to make the sleep harder later. So I've been doing good with that. As far as like enough sleep, I'm still averaging, I would say, about six hours a night. Let me think. Yeah, six, maybe sometimes seven, but it's still around six. Um, how many hours of sleep are you averaging? Um, we said it didn't change. So no, it hasn't really changed. <laughs> I don't remember it's like though. What you five, said five six. Okay, that seems to be like we did get a lot of feedback. We posted a question on IG, and we got some pretty good answers. And that seemed to be about the average um, five to six hours that most people were getting. Mm-hmm. I saw a few threes. A few threes in there. Ooh. I don't know how people like to do that all the time. I'll have my three hour night. I'll have that every now and then. But like the people well, like, saying they're averaging, averaging. Yeah. Well, it's because you get used to it, but you don't realize how it's affecting other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you just like I'm up, so I'm good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Please yeah, keep reaching out. Keep trying to get that sleep, y'all. Um, <laughs> and we will continue to try. I'm not good at it. I can't make y'all any promises. Well, you got to make an effort. That's why I think it's really, it really does require a lot of planning. Like, really got to make sure, all right, like, pay attention to the clock, get everything I need to get done, Mm -hmm. and go to bed. Facts. Um, So what has happened in this past week? Uh, What did you want to get into? Uh, So, now, I see this movie, Queen and Slim. How can you not? Uh, Everybody is talking about it. (laughs) <laughs> um i haven't seen it um i i i have heard some things about it not to say the movie isn't like there's anything wrong with the movie just kind of piggybacking off of um my little rant on not my harriet <laughs> about who they choose to cast uh so i mean the the premise of the movie is there are two african-americans that get into a situation and somebody shoots a cop anyway they said two african-americans right Mm -hmm. so the two lead characters are not african-american i mean sure they're great actors but change the plot to two blacks (laughs) just make it two blacks shit um the the male character he's from uganda born and i don't know if he's born and raised born in the uk but he's raised in the uk and the woman lead she's jamaican raised in the uk so is that a, i'm like is that hey, a problem is that really it's not, i'm not thinking i'm not it's not like it's not a huge problem but i'm like just say two black shit i got two african-americans they ain't african-american so just say two blacks. I don't, I don't, it don't bother me that much it doesn't that doesn't bother me that much 
my but my thing is that there are a lot of African American actors that are not getting cast in roles. Like the it seems like the like people from overseas always get picked first okay. for these roles instead of or, or consideration first before African Americans for these roles. And I'm just saying like the the premise of the movie is two African Americans. My thing just change it to two black people. Should uh, anyway, it's not a big deal, but another thing that I thought was a little interesting is, I don't know if you guys remember, um, God, when was that? It was years ago, maybe like in the early 2000s, there was a guy named James Frey, and he had wrote a book about like his drug recovery and it was just like kind of outrageous and like oprah had him on and then it turned out that he like fabricated a lot of it it was supposed to be like a true story Didn't she have him on like a came... second time and was kind of like kind of blindsided him too yeah 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 okay. so he actually wrote this story um and then teamed up with lena waith to like i guess finalize it i think he had like the general idea mm -hmm. and then teamed up with her uh to bring the story to life so i just thought that was a little interesting as well that he's involved in this uh but no like i said i'm not i'm not trying to hate on the movie i'm just saying just another instance so when when you you brought this up to me during our pre-production you like that y'all pre-production that's what we be doing oh my goodness but uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the bigger, the bigger maybe issue that I see with this is like the romantic, I can't even say the word, the romanticization of like these mm -hmm. police encounters with the black community going sideways and then kind of turning it into like this Bonnie and Clyde type thing and mm -hmm. like kind of glorifying, glorifying that dynamic in a time where we probably don't need images of black people killing police. We probably can do without that. Yeah. I I mean I it's hard for me to I haven't seen talk it. on it cuz yeah, I, I haven't seen, seen it. it either. So, I don't know if maybe it's just more so bringing awareness. Well, I saw this or if it's romanticizing. I don't know. I saw like I don't know if it was like I'm being a victim of editing, but they were like during like one of the scenes or whatever they were like we're supposed to be on the run and you want to go to the club and dance i was like what <laughs> right and it's kind of like it's kind of like because you, you can see the way they're promoting it. you see they're playing on like black love and that's a big thing like in our community mm -hmm. right now showing a, a black man loving a black woman but also underneath that that black man still killed the police officer and white folks are still scared of black men in real life. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it, I haven't seen it, but it just made me think about mm -hmm. maybe that's a little irresponsible at this time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I do tend to do that, but <laughs> I don't know. I think you just need to be careful I, of I the images you that you might be portraying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that we have to speak up on. Just like with the whole Harriet movie, you know. I also think um, that, like, I mean, this kind of goes into our next topic of um the Comcast lawsuit, just having more control mm -hmm. over what's being portrayed. Um, mm -hmm. Can you recap that? Yeah, so, yeah. 
Uh, right. So the Comcast lawsuit that Byron Allen, um, he's suing them, basically saying that they are not upholding um, the Civil Rights Act of 1866. And that was a law that was put in place after after the abolition of slavery to, to ensure that non-whites were able to conduct business without facing discrimination. And he was saying that Byron Allen owns like the Weather Channel, a bunch of other like smaller networks. And y'all seen this and, guy before. I never knew his name, but he just looked like somebody that owns some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he definitely right. Seen and basically he was saying, yeah, for sure. And he was saying basically that Comcast was discriminating on where they were actually like um providing his channels like in what packages and things like that. Like they weren't putting them in packages where our demographic of African Americans or other minorities like the packages that they would normally get mm-hmm. or they wouldn't even offer the channel on some certain packages and they would offer, though, like smaller networks that weren't even that popular, they would definitely get put on um, because they weren't owned by non-white people. And basically, um, so he's having this, this is going on right now. Um, and Revolt TV, which is owned by Diddy, Comcast tried to say, tried to bring him into it, kind of saying like, hey, well, we carry Revolt, like, you know that we can't be racist Mm. (laughs) and then diddy hopped on like whoa 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 like don't try to use my name in this and he released a statement on his twitter he actually pinned the tweet so if you want to head over to there and check it out and then the extended version of that statement is on his um website for revolt tv and he was also saying that revolt is not offered on packages that have a large um black demographic um his package is only offered on like the most expensive packages Mm -hmm. so he said i didn't even really know like about revolt tv like that no 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 i did i didn't know it was like something that was on tv because i live in philadelphia and it's not offered here in philadelphia and yeah so i didn't even know so i watched an interview and his biggest thing was you all are not letting black owned networks provide content to black people mm-hmm. yeah he was saying like how would you feel if i was responsible for the images that your daughter your children yeah <laughs> if i was responsible for the images that they would see and you had no say and they were like i wouldn't i wouldn't want yeah, that so like, why that. would i want that for my children yeah. um but yeah the main thing is um the with them fighting this it's going to be harder to prove that businesses are discriminating because of race mm-hmm. So that's why this is a big deal. Um, and that act, that act that's in question, con- that act that's mm-hmm. in question is um, they're trying to almost f- do away with that or redefine mm-hmm. what that act is. So now you have to have like almost a blatant evidence of discrimination by race, mm-hmm. right? You can't have, you can't hint at it. There's, it's, it's being narrowed down. To the point where like a company can kind of just throw away a lawsuit and mm-hmm. say, oh, no, we didn't discriminate because of race. Prove it. And right. In a sense, it ideally, that's what you would want. 
but there's just way too much gray area that these big corporations can can maneuver through. So it's scary. It's mm-hmm. scary. It's something that right. people should be paying attention to. Right. Yeah. And Diddy was like, our relationship with Comcast is the illusion of economic inclusion. Like, don't try to act like because you got our little channel that you're actually, you know, not discriminatory. And 50 Cent spoke out, too, and um, co-signed what Diddy was saying. And he was just like, yeah, like the CEO Comcast is racist because he had issues with his show Power and I guess Comcast before. Um, He didn't go into detail, but I don't know how many other uh, black people there are that have networks and shows, but hopefully they speak out as well. And I'm sure it's not. Well, I think that's the issue. That's one of the issues. Like how come there isn't more of that? You know, Mm -hmm. how come it's it's just. Yeah, because he was saying. Sorry. Yeah, he was saying Byron was saying how like even like the the ad dollars as far as um, having like ads and stuff on the channel, they don't get as much money as some of the other networks to be able to spend on advertising. Mm. Um, I mean, this harkens back to the the 1619 podcast with the farmers. I don't know if y'all have listened to that episode when we talked about that some, but you know, the way it it was about black farmers and how the Mm -hmm. way farming is set up, they have to get a loan to start farming to do the to do all the the harvesting and everything and get the the ground ready and what they are approved for will in turn translate to what they yield and what some of these black farmers Mm -hmm. are running into is that they're not getting approved for nearly as much money as they would need to actually turn a profit and be able to pay this money back so it's a big economic scheme ad dollars is a big economic scheme with 1619 podcast where y'all been at yeah, yeah that's a problem where y'all at i don't know they ain't released no other episodes and they better be covering this comcast stuff and some actual like recent things as well yeah. no that's facts yo they dropped like four episodes so, and then left us out to dry yeah so y'all better be getting some content together maybe hmm. i mean i would imagine it takes a lot to get all the information that they've been getting Send it. Mm. Mm, you ain't buying it you know, I, roll I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely look up and uh, get acquainted with that Comcast lawsuit and understand what's going on because it will have a lot to do with uh, especially content creators. I hate saying that, that term, but yeah. it has a lot to do with it. <laughs> but, yeah, they just went uh, November 13th to the Supreme Court to start it back up. I guess they were trying to come to some sort of agreement. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Comcast decided to take it to the Supreme Court. So it was like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they started that November 13th. Um, and because people have been talking about it, um, I think the day before they had a hearing about DACA and they had a bunch of people out there supporting outside of the Supreme Court in D.C. And then um, there have been communities online as far as um, talking about things going on with African-Americans and they got some traction. People were actually out there supporting Byron. So he wasn't walking in by himself because really nobody knows about this, you know? So, yeah, it was that was really nice to see that people were out there supporting him. It was cold as shit. <laughs> but I'm sure he felt good because he's doing this for all of us with his own money. Yeah, that's another thing. You're going up no. against a corporation that yeah. has the money and the resources to just bleed you out financially. So mm-hmm. if there's any way 
people can show support. I don't know if there's a not a GoFundMe. I don't think he's, there wouldn't be a GoFundMe for this. He's definitely nice for a GoFundMe, but I think just talking about it, spreading the word, and keeping up to date on it. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, why yeah. yes. So uh, the Amazon is still on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I came across a a post that said, I don't know how do you spell it. Is it Jair? J A I R. The Brazilian president, the Bra- <laughs> right? The Brazilian oh, okay. president. I'm gonna say Jair or Jair. Well, I was like Jair. Yeah, Jair. I guess if it's... Uh, mm. Bolsonaro pretty much said Leonardo DiCaprio is responsible for the fires in the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that happen? Well, I'm gonna put it out there. They call this guy the Trump of the tropics. Oh. Yeah, I guess he's made very uh very controversial mm. remarks and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. But um he says that this Le- this is quote, this Leonardo DiCaprio is a cool guy, right? Question mark. Giving money to torch <laughs> to Amazon. If that's not the biggest deflect I've ever seen. I love how he says it so casually. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that Leonardo DiCaprio, right. huh? Um, Bolsonaro, who did not have any evidence to support this accusation, made similar allegations against the Caprio on Thursday during a Facebook Live, also claiming that the World Wildlife Fund paid firefighters to take pictures of the blazes in order to solicit donations. They were saying DiCaprio donated yeah, to this? DiCaprio. So <laughs> I think it's funny because the, the acronym for the World Wildlife Fund is WWF. Mm-hmm. That's making me think wrestling. Why did Why did it throw in the L? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but that don't make me laugh. So the WWF makes a campaign against Brazil. Uh, he contacts Leonardo DiCaprio. He donates five hundred thousand. A part of it went to the people that were setting the fires. Leonardo DiCaprio, wow. you are contributing to the fire in the Amazon. That won't do. This is a quote from the president. Leonardo DiCaprio has uh, denied Damn. these claims. Um, he did set up a $5 million fund for the Amazon's indigenous communities through his own organization over the summer, but does deny donating to the WWF SmackDown Raw on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm rolling. Um, I don't know. I think it's crazy how it's still on fire and we're... I don't know. Nobody's mm-hmm. talking about it. Do you hear anything about it anymore? No. Where's the where? You know when like Paris got attacked and everybody put their joint to I don't know what was they put like a rainbow on their picture. Oh my or, god! Or okay. even with Sedan, or even with Sedan, they put like the blue. We put the blue thing up. Where's uh-huh. the Amazon one? Son, it says that <laughs> these motherfuckers over there <laughs> burning it up, little dumbasses. Right. Stop, yeah, shit, that. cut it out. It's it's responsible for twenty percent of the Earth's oxygen, a key factor in fighting climate change. We hear climate change nonstop over here, and no one's talking about the Amazon. I don't know, man. No, I don't know. Who knows? Can you do shit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. But um, all right, we'll move on from that. I just thought that was funny. Um. I did watch a documentary on Bikram Yoga on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And for okay. any of y'all that aren't familiar with Bikram Yoga, it's kind of like the hot yoga that we see. And um, mm-hmm. he pretty much brought 
he wasn't the inventor of it, which people found out after, but he brought it over from where he was from, somewhere in India, I believe. And um, mm-hmm. came the fame. This was in like the 90s. He almost turned into like the guru. He had a whole bunch of white women that loved him because they go to the classes and sweat. And it was like actually changing people's lives. But then it turns out mm-hmm. um, he had hella sexual allegations put against him. Um, oh, Lord. Raping women. Um, misconduct. Jesus. Yeah, no, it's wild. There's a, there's a, I think I sent this to you, but there's a video of him getting like interviewed by like Barbara Walters or some shit. And mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, What do you have to say for all these, um, allegations against you? He was like, Well, I don't, I don't have to do anything. He said, I don't have to force myself on women. Women will pay $1 million for one drop of my sperm. Ew. Nah, yeah. Funky? That's a real thing, right? No, no, thank you. Right, so cut it out. So, if you want to watch it, I'm fascinated with cult stuff. I love watching cult <laughs> stuff. So it just got me thinking: How do we make this uh, busy podcast thing a cult? Oh my god! Here you go. What? I feel like. What kind of cult we gonna have today? What what is what is our cult gonna consist of? I don't know. So, all right, so I'll give you the recipe for a cult. It takes a charismatic leader. We have that. I think you're more charismatic than me though. But then again, like I don't know if we've ever seen a a woman cult leader. <laughs> you know, um, I think uh-huh. in order to be a cult, all right. So one thing that I've seen common with cults is they always start off great. And like people are really getting into something and they bring their families into it, wives, husbands and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then somewhere along the lines, the, the, <laughs> the cult leader gets this premonition from whatever guru they're following that allows him to have right. sex with with people's wives. Right. See, mm-hmm. it always turns into that. And I think that might be a reason why we mm-hmm. haven't seen a woman cult leader, because I don't think. The, the average woman moves like that. I don't think that's her motivation. Yeah, I don't think that's her. Wait. I don't think that's the average woman's motivation. But um, <laughs> I think there's a first for everything. So I think we need to make Brittany a cult leader and oh, really Jesus. take this pod to the next level. Oh my God, getting drawn into this. God. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, your ass is manipulating. Mm-hmm, puppet, you see me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cult leader Zay. Yeah, tell him this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it though. The scandal of the century. Bruh, we try to take this pod to the next level. <laughs> you play. <laughs> Have you ever done? I guess you never done hot yoga. <laughs> I haven't. I did. I almost died. I remember back when we was in college. I got this like this yoga like Pilates mix thing, like from from Models, mm-hmm. and I did that jump for like ten minutes and fell asleep. <laughs> he said ten, 10 minutes. Ten minutes. I was exhausted. Yeah, that hot yoga ain't no joke, though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't ready. I just went into it so casually. Didn't bring water. Yeah, didn't bring tripping. a towel. Nothing. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I went, like, a friend had invited me. And I was like, sure, whatever. So she let me drink her water. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, I was literally trying to think of ways to, like, lie, to leave. Because it was so intense. Like, I just wasn't ready for that. Um, just if, I want to do it again. Just actually like, be prepared and hydrated. Mm. <laughs> um, I was trying to think like, oh, maybe I should say my nose is bleeding. <laughs> maybe How I should you say, say this your or nose that. is like, bleeding without your nose actually bleeding? I was gonna just pretend. I was just gonna hold it up like, oh my god, I think my nose is bleeding. I, I gotta, but why I, did I gotta you go step there? out. Because <laughs> like hot stuff, hot 
climb and make your nose uh, Yeah, I was trying to think of what would make sense. Like, I was just <laughs> trying to... land on Yo, son, you were delirious, though. It was way too high in there. Because, yeah, it was just too much, but I, I made it through. But, man, it was intense. Yeah, if you guys ever do a hot yoga, make sure you drink, like, a gallon of water before you go. Yeah, make sure nobody touches you inappropriately while you're there. Ugh, that too, golly. Yeah, definitely watch that Beacon joint. I don't know. Are you like it? I'm good. I ain't watching. You don't shit. like the you don't like like cult uh-huh. stuff. Well, you don't like like the Discovery no. ID channel and all that like Mm-mm. murder mystery. No, I'm okay. and, and nah, I, oh, I love it. Tea. I love the cult stuff because I love like hearing from the people that were in it, and they come to the realization, and then they have to like kind of escape. I, I ain't got time. That's just too much. That's too much anxiety. Like, uh, I'll watch it. Somebody else is watching it. I ain't turning it I mean, on. we're already doing the help, the self-healing stuff. So we're, like, already on our way there. I don't want to talk about cults. I ain't been through that. That ain't going to help my no, life. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm trying this to is, be This is selfishly motivated, these <laughs> these self-help topics, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, we all, we're halfway there. We can make this a cult. God, let, stop it. Jesus. You're no fun. <laughs> I know. All right. Um, random thought I had throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Summer Walker. Summer okay. Walker had a, a. She was like three hours late for a show in Toronto, which I don't. Mm-hmm. Everybody made it about her anxiety, but I did hear through the grapevine that it was like she couldn't get her equipment through customs. I did see that. Yeah. I saw her like ranting. I saw a clip of it yeah. online. Yeah, and she was saying how her stuff got held mm-hmm. up, and then people were like, "You got to plan for that. Like, you can't always plan for everything. Sometimes the artists are running on a tight schedule." But I mean, <laughs> she she's kind of making, she's kind of championing herself um, with not champion. I don't want to use the wrong words, but like the anxiety that she continuously brings up safe to assume that that would affect well she was also like screaming at everyone and i guess she's young okay and i think it was also a lot of people were coming at her and then trying to throw in the anxiety thing Mm -hmm. and then that's why i think she was kind of snapping like you know it really had nothing to do with anything stuff got held up but that's why a lot of these young artists probably need a pr person yeah because i think if she would have delivered it a different way um you know maybe it had been receptive a little better but. So just earlier, I saw that uh, she walked out of one of her shows, like mid-show. No explanation, oh. walked out. Mm-hmm. So by no means, I'm, I'm, this is my random thought, and y'all can let me know if I make any sense. But is Summer <laughs> Walker the new Lauren Hill? Oh. All right. And by that, I'm not saying content because I, I really only know like one of her songs. I know that one that Girls Need Love or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I do know she has a cultish type following. People really love her music. And I'm not going to talk as far as content, but I'm going to talk as far as being in the public eye. Um, optic wise, looking like you can't handle it and it affecting your shows not showing up to shows. I mean, we haven't seen that from her yet, but it seems like it's heading that direction. So is it safe to say that we can call her the new Lauren Hill? What do you think? Um, I guess. Lauren Hill 2.0. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I mean, she's new. Summer is new. So let's see if people still care in a few years before we can give her that title officially. Right now, it's just pending. All right. It's pending. But just, just to be real, and uh, I'm not coming for I know people will come from my head about Lauren Hill coming at the queen. I'm not coming at her. I'm just perspective. Lauren Hill really only has two albums. And one of them's a unplugged yeah, right. album. Yeah, and how, when did those come out? Yeah, years ago. That's what I mean, though. So after all these years, you still let her get away with this shit. So that's okay, what I, I meant when you. I said, I let's give you. it a few more years and see. Yeah. You, but, you know, the way they put Lauryn Hill on the pedestal, and I'm not saying she doesn't. I love Lauryn Hill music. Don't come for me. Mm-hmm. The way they mm-hmm. put her on the pedestal, you would think she had had a crazy body of work. I know. You ever think about that? She dropped a classic oh, album. Mm-hmm. Everybody, if you didn't fucking sprout a tear during that unplugged session she had, I don't know, <laughs> you're heartless. But then that was it. So just by yeah. content-wise, Summer, Summer Walker has one album. If she drops an unplugged album, it's case closed. She just yeah. she drops unplugged album, case closed. She's Lord Hill, mm-hmm. never drops again. And then that's <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. But yo, people love her. People, people love her. Yeah. All right. Um, Ari Lennox going on a rant about Lizzo. Not saying, she not saying Lizzo directly, but mm-hmm. um, she got tapped. She got nominated for the Soul Train's Award, Soul Train Awards, and in her same category, they put Lizzo. And Lizzo won. Okay. Ari mm-hmm. Lennox's idea or, or her argument was kind of like, hey, I'm not shooting anybody down with this, but she pretty much feels if she was going to win any award for her album, it would have been mm-hmm. the Soul Train Awards because it's a soul album. Mm-hmm. And then when you have Lizzo in a category for soul, oh, I don't yeah, know okay. if I classify Lizzo as a soul album nah Mm-mm. she's a plant <laughs> cut the shit yo like for real i've been biting my tongue for weeks for this she's she's absolutely <laughs> a plant and back back uh-huh. me up a little bit Britt, please you don't think she's- okay <laughs> i mean i mean it's it's all the makings of it it, it seems so um I don't know. Have you gravitated towards her music at all? I don't like poppy music, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like tempo, and Missy Elliott did that. So you like Missy Elliott? Yeah, Missy Elliott is dope. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really care for her music. Not to say that it's bad. It's just not what I listen not to. Not your cup of tea, right? Um, yeah, I don't listen to music like that. But not to say that it's bad. I get why people like it. Um. Yeah, I mean, anytime anyone just comes on the scene and gets that big that quickly, it seems like they are a plant and they have a huge team behind them. Yeah, I mean, there's a making huge sure. motor behind her, I believe. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know because I don't know how long she's been around. I'm not a fan, so I haven't been following her. I haven't seen her rise to the top. Uh, I don't know, but you think <laughs> you think they done swooped in? Oh, and, of course. I don't I, yeah. I it wouldn't surprise me. Just to be honest, I'm not taking nothing away from her. I think she's talented. And again, she doesn't make the music that I gravitate towards. Um, I did go down a rabbit hole and try to look at some videos to see exactly, like, if I am I being too harsh? 
I don't know if I see anything that remarkable. Are we seeing anything that remarkable for all this attention? Yeah. We are? Mm-hmm. She's, um, <laughs> I mean, she's like, when you see her, it's hard to look away, you know? Because it's just like, she has so much confidence and she's funny. Um, she it's always like bright colors. So it's also like a child, just like oh colors. Um, I I totally get why she's popular and why people love her. It's just I don't care for it, but I I get it. I don't know if I get it. I I feel like it's leaning I get more. It. I'm not saying it's for yeah. Me, I think, but I get I think it. it's leaning more towards spectacle, and I just be so scared of that. I'd be so scared of spectacle stuff. Yeah, I mean that's just like Gaga was a spectacle. I mean, Gaga sung her ass it, off though, and maybe I need to listen to more. She's still of a, category. a fucking spectacle, walking around with a meat dress. Like she was still a spectacle, and uh, I mean Cardi B's even a spectacle sometimes. A lot of uh, Nicki was a spectacle when she first came out with them huge ass implants. It's just like artists. Yeah, a lot of artists are spectacles. So I feel the spectacle with, with Cardi B, but I also feel like we we acknowledged exactly the spectacle it was. I don't think people outwardly acknowledge this spectacle. What do you mean? Who was not? Who was acknowledging Cardi's spectacle more so in a way than Lizzo? I'm sure plenty of people say stuff about Lizzo. I just don't be checking for it. Like, I mean, you might be right. You might be right. I just don't see it. I don't see it on my timeline. All that's <laughs> just mad. <laughs> I am, yo. I've been, I've been holding this in for a lot. Don't shoot me down, yo. Just let me get my breath off. Nah, let me stop. All right, yo. Nah, 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 nah. Because I'm going to get in trouble. But I just don't. I don't see it enough. <laughs> I will get in trouble because I feel like if in, in the era of body positivity, any criticism hurled that way or, or leaning, any criticism could be construed and taken a whole nother direction and just viewed as simply hate. And that's not what I want to do. So I don't want to come off like that. But I don't know. I could just I just see other artists and I feel like other artists make better music and they don't get this much attention. Well, yeah, that's just a problem overall. I know. I but I think one of the main reasons yeah. a lot of the attention given to her is due more to spectacle than the actual music that is being created. But it is pop. And I'm not a big pop person, yeah. so it is it is objective. But yeah, like just like Gaga, <laughs> she was a spectacle. Yeah, she could sing her ass off. But a big part of why she got that big was because she came out like a spectacle with the extravagance. Like you know, it was hard to not look yeah. at her and pay attention because it was like, what's she gonna do next? And I know that Lizzo's whole spectacle thing is the fact that she's a big girl mm-hmm. and she don't give a f. Um, I still feel like Gaga and- made better music. I'm not comparing to music. You're talking about spectacle. I'm just saying as far as being a spectacle to get attention. I'm that not that just what they do in the industry? Yeah. A lot of times, you know? No, no. I mean, I get it. I get it. I don't want let's not, to... Let's not waste too much time on this thing here. <laughs> See? Remember what we said last time. What people say is how they feel about themselves. Zay. What's wrong? I'm hating. <laughs> yeah, I ain't hiding it, bitch. He said, I'm hating. Yeah, I'm not hiding it. Nah, nah, let me stop. Bitch, you want to be big and happy? Uh-uh. Nah. We need to, we need to cover this up. Yeah, because I ain't, I ain't shaking my fat ass. <laughs> uh-uh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> um, Up on that joint looking like a Thanksgiving turkey. No, man. Look, I, one time, all right, I have a funny story about, <laughs> so back in the day, how long was this ago? It may have been 
like early 2000s again. Um, I used to like help my mom with her business. She used to uh, clean different businesses at night, right? So one time I was out with her cleaning and it had to be like one o'clock in the morning or something. And this guy was on the radio and he was talking shit about women that are fit. He's just like, yeah, y'all always want to hate on the big girls, big girls for the win. You skinny, that, 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 that. Just going, right? So I'm like, I'm calling in. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you called in to I'm the- I'm calling in. Whoa. Fuck what that. made you so mad about that rant? Because he was talking so much shit about women that are fit and that aren't big. He was just basically saying that, like, big girls for the win. Like, you know, I don't want to hear nothing about it. If you're big, you're better. All that type of stuff. And it's like, I get it, but- at the same time, you can big up big girls don't without, shit on without being, healthy. being healthy. Yeah. yeah, it was just stupid. So I called in and I got through because it was like one in the morning. <laughs> so I'm like, you're promoting heart disease. <laughs> like I was like 18. So I was just like mad. I was like, you're promoting heart disease. And you know, da 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 da. So he's just like, no, I'm not trying to. He's like, no, no, no. I don't want to hear that. Big girls. Da, da. I was like, okay, I get it. I said, but at the same time, don't act like it's okay to be big. You know, like I'm all for everyone being comfortable in whatever stage they're in in life. But at the same time, you know, people, of course, should still want to be better. Mm. Um, and I know, I know, I know skinny people can have heart issues and all that, too. But, you know, like stop acting like being overweight is the best thing ever. It's it's not. That's kind of um, I'm happy so, you said that because that's kind of where I was leading towards. But it's hard to, to say that without coming off mean. Well, listen, I guess somebody that's skinny all day life, maybe that will sound mean, but my ass is overweight right I'm now. Saying. So <laughs> I'm saying, I just said earlier in and this episode, okay. I'm going to bite away from a heart attack. I need to get my life together. I'm telling you, I need to get together too. <laughs> right? So anyway, yeah, we kept arguing and arguing. So of course he didn't air that call. So then my mom was like, I don't even know why you arguing with him. He's like 300 pounds. I was like, oh, well, shit. <laughs> He's probably like, don't be trying to read me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right um do you think that's it I, th- I think it's it's a slow week not much happened this week i don't think i have much more huh yeah i was focused on thanksgiving yeah and we ate very good <laughs> now that thanksgiving's over um it is 30 days to the end of the year and uh i guess we can get this started now but i want to know how your your year has been How's your decade been? Yeah, that's mad <laughs> pressure, right? <laughs> I, all right, so do you think we should do decade a year? I don't know. Decade's a lot. Fuck that. Year. How's your last year been? Stop adding pressure to people. It's hard enough to get through one year. You added nine more. I mean, but if you can look over the whole decade and like everything you've accomplished, like, come on. How you feel about your last decade? My son is 10 years old. That's amazing. <laughs> that's and wild. still alive. You did great, great. Yeah, he's still here. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I was like, I get emotional. Like, oh my God, he was just a little... A nugget. Like, so much has happened in the decade. Think about everything I've been through this decade. Yeah. Like, I have no qualms. Like, I am I'm happy. Britt is out here doing great, y'all. She's doing amazing. <laughs> so if you get a chance, reach out to her and just give us some... some- <laughs> Give us some love because she's doing great. The last decade Give for her. A high five. Been a lot of change. I, I went through some shit. <laughs> My last decade. A lot of change. I mean, I don't know. It's been rough. 2010. It's been rough. What were you doing in 2010? Wilding. 
<laughs> stuff I'm not going to share on the podcast. Um, I would say, I would say it, it's good. Because ten years ago, oh my god, we were twenty two, dude, twenty two to thirty two. Like, yeah, that's a huge effing yeah. difference. Twenty two to twenty six is a huge difference. <laughs> For real. I mean, yeah, then twenty six to thirty two definitely was a huge difference. Yeah. Um, I would say in the last year. If we're, if we're just talking about podcasting in the last year for us, I think we we've been we've been kicking ass, yeah. Yeah, with the consistency, yeah. for sure. I think we've been doing great. So I do pat myself on the back with that. I'm happy where I'm at creatively. I'm happy where I'm at with the friendships that I have. I'm happy we're still friends after all these years. Oh my god, I know, right? Shit. I don't think we ever really fought though. 15 years. 15 years strong. Almost 15 years. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we do want to hear from y'all. I want to hear how y'all year has been. We wanted to start a little earlier because after the year ends, nobody really cares about about that last year. So reach out to us again. What's the email address, Britt? BZpodcast at gmail.com. BZpodcast on IG. And Britt and Zay. Zay would have... I at on, the end. It's been that for the last two years, yo. No, I I do it. a Z A Y. I just change his shit like it's my name, so I get thrown off with the I. Britain Zay at Twitter. Um, and also, if you guys have an idea for a topic, let us know as soon as you can. Please do, <laughs> because we're definitely gonna get started for next week's episode. No idea what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be a good. Yeah. One. Um. We we hear y'all. We're listening. Um. We get more positive feedback from the themed episodes so that's the direction we're going to be heading into so anything you want us to speak on reach out let us know we'll talk about it we'll bring up some of your points if your points make sense if you just coming with the bullshit then i don't i don't think we're going to be oh my god don't discourage people because then they're going to be like oh my god what if it's dumb i want to hear everything i don't care how dumb it is because nothing is dumb okay everything is helpful say what the Oh my god. Just send them to me. Don't send it to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. Um, see y'all next week. I hope y'all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Time with family. Christmas is coming up. Start saving your money. Save your coins. And we take gifts. Uh we'll, we'll drop the PayPal and the Cash App. Go ahead and oh make god. a donation. And we are out of here. Oh my gosh. Bye guys. You know the damn.